0: to it just happened it came organically so oh
1: (laughs) that's what she said
0: yeah she did oh okay well
1: you know it's fine that's great i'm glad that's how we're starting this one out um so we were just sitting here and we've got the door closed oh my god and all of a sudden you hear this noise of somebody <laughs> jiggling the handle and you can see the handle moving and we're like oh my god someone's breaking in but my, my bitch about flip the table i was like oh god someone's breaking in but it's my fucking cat
0: dude i totally forgot your cats can like open the door it's just it it's just buffy. Shit out of me it's
1: just buffy i thought we were dead for sure and she likes to jump on it and try to open the door i'm like she shouldn't get in oh, I, I was we like dead. well time to go out the window luckily this is the one that's the shed underneath. i hope
0: okay i was about to say we, we could have made it we break our it. ankles i mean
1: i guess that's better i than mean being... we're not we're on the second floor i think we'd be okay
0: <laughs> nah, we're gonna break our ankles
1: <laughs> well i'm we're gonna keep our ankles today thank you no thanks to buff yeah thankfully it was just the catat and not a the serial katat? killer <laughs> that's what just I call or is buffy a serial killer
0: oh she has a secret double life. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I mean, she might when I'm not home. Oh, you don't know. You don't know. That's true. She could be.
0: So this case was picked by Jen this week. Not a case, because it's, it's not a case. It's not a case. It's not a case. So this episode
1: yes, yes,
0: was picked by you. So what made you so curious on this topic, Jen?
1: Oh, what made me so curious about Howard Hughes? Yes. So let me ask you this. Have you ever heard about Howard Hughes?
0: No. I have You've no idea. You've never heard that name whatsoever. I don't
1: think so like n- you've never heard nothing
0: i don't think i don't well,
1: know what i'm about to tell you is um gonna be a fucking ride i know i say that every episode <laughs> but this man's life is just <sighs> so what happened was i was reading some article about like 10 things you've never heard of or something i don't know and there was speed one... again right yeah probably <laughs> and there was one incident on the list and i read it and i was like what the fuck? Fuck. And I just like deep dived into this man's life, Ooh. and I was just like, holy fucking shit! Like this this guy is literally the most interesting man in the world, okay. or he was the most interesting man in the world. Oh no, um, <laughs> you know he was reclusive, eccentric, and very secretive and private. And I know we talk about we kind of like reference it a lot in our in our like podcast where we talk about billionaires and Elon Musk's, and they can't hold a candle. Oh to Howard Hughes and what he has accomplished and achieved and how completely over the top he was. Okay. I like it. And I think basically like you I'll talk about it a little bit later where In movies and stuff, there's always the little quiet, reclusive billionaire. Those Mm. are all based on Howard Hughes. Okay. All of them. Get it. So we're just going to jump right in. I know this might be a little different for you guys. If you have heard of Howard Hughes. Howard. Howard. (laughs) Have you (laughs) you ever heard of Howard Hughes? Howard Hughes, everybody. I can't believe you've never heard. I've heard the name, but I've never, like, really knew him. And now that I know him, I'm like. How have I not known him? Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm going to be at
0: least educated by the You're end of You're going to be so. <laughs> so educated right now.
1: And so let's just go a little bit into who was Howard Hughes. And Howard Robart Hughes Jr. was born on Christmas Eve, December 24th, 1905 in Houston, Texas. He was well known for a ton of shit, okay? Business stuff, investing, aviation Engineering, directing, and even philanthropy. He, right. he had his hand in everything all at the same time. Wow. Um, another thing about this is, I was going to try to do this. I know we try to do everything chronologically. There's just no way that I right. can. He's doing, he has so many different things going on in his life. So I kind of did it like from each subject. Mm-hmm. But most of these are going on simultaneously, which is. Mind-blowing to me, because I, I feel like I'm busy all the time. I can't even imagine. I know. I mean, we can barely manage working, <laughs> cleaning, know, and doing a podcast. The podcast. <laughs> so, I know. But, like, he has one of the most interesting lives I have ever encountered. And um, I just... I just can't wait. I just can't okay. wait to talk All about right. it.
0: Well, I'm excited. So, okay. educate me, Jen. Let's go. All right.
1: So, let's get into his early life. I mean, there's not too much about his mother, Aline, but his dad, Howard Sr., was an inventor and business guy. So, he had a good role model growing up about what it was to be successful. So, he was born into money. He wasn't, like, poor or anything. Wish so, that his, was my his, life. Yeah. <laughs> his dad ran an oil tool company that he had patented at the time, and it was extremely successful. So, they were millionaires. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But as a child, he was skilled at engineering and built his first radio transmitter at 11 years old. What? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. He built okay. a radio at 11. Wow. What was I doing at 11?
0: Probably being a dumbass climate me, I know. Playing fucking
1: Pokemon. Yeah, like, I, I don't say, know.
0: we were literally probably trading Pokemon cards or smashing Pogs or something stupid. Oh my
1: god, Pogs. Right? Dude, I, where are oh, my cool. pocs? I had them. I don't know where they... You do? I don't know. Where, I haven't seen them in years, but I, I had like I'd a had huge... T- you know what? They might be at my parents' house. I need them. Anyway, <laughs> um, when he was 12, he was known as the first boy in Houston to have a motorized bicycle, which he made himself using bits and pieces from his father's steam engine. Wow. That's... He built his own motorized bicycle mm. at 12. Meanwhile, I couldn't even get my <laughs> chain to stay on my bike at 12. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like... <Right. laughs> In school, he didn't care too much about most subjects except math, flying, and mechanics. Because mm. I guess flying was something back in the well. early 1900s, I guess. Yeah, okay, yeah. And speaking of flying, he had his first flying lesson at only 14. Wow. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Like most well-off privileged boys at the time, he went to boarding school and eventually ended up at the prestigious California Institute of Technology, or its popular name, Caltech. Mm. Have you heard of Caltech. No. You've never heard of Caltech. Oh. It's like one of the biggest research universities for engineering and science.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, it's me, Jen. Oh,
1: okay. Well. Uh, his mom died in March 1922 due to complications from an ectopic pregnancy. And two years later, his dad died of a heart attack in 1924. So right now, he's about a teenager. Oh, that's sad. When his parents died. In 1925, he signed his dad's will. Um, This was when he was 19, and he included the establishment of a research lab in response to his parents' death. Well, That's nice. At Mm -hmm.
0: 19? Okay. Get it.
1: He also inherited 75% of the family fortune, so now he's well off, and he becomes an emancipated minor. Mm. Okay. Okay. He seems to change schools a bit because after his father died, he was attending Rice University, and he dropped out. And he actually, he actually ended up marrying the great niece of which the university was named for. Oh, okay. His first wife being Ella Botts Rice. Wow. And the happy couple moved to Los Angeles where Howard wants to try out filmmaking. And they move into the Ambassador Hotel. Oh, filmmaking. And I know.
0: If I had money, I would try to. So yeah, maybe. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what else are you going to do if we have that kind of money? <laughs> right?
1: And he's 19, you know? Right, yeah, exactly. You and it's, fuck around it, yeah. with it. And it's also around this time he produces his first picture called Swell Hogan. I've never heard of that. Never but... either. Well, Swell Hogan was a shitstorm. <laughs> he ended up telling the editor to destroy the film, um, but he ended up producing many films that were financially and critically successful, including Everybody's Acting, Two Arabian Nights, The Racket Scarface, not the Al Pacino one, okay. obviously. I was like, oh. And the World War I epic Hells Angels. Angels also had the only color scene in his entire career of film and was also one of the most expensive films at the time. Oh. Have you heard of any of those? Arabian Nights? Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. I've heard of that one. Yeah. that That's the one that I had heard of, too. Yeah, I was
0: like, I don't know about the other ones, especially since it's not cor- cocaine snort and scarves. I don't know. <laughs> right,
1: right. <laughs> But I think that might have been based on this one. Okay. I would assume. I don't know 100%. I didn't really look that up. But right. I mean, obviously, I'll...
0: Pacino's not a I mean, hey, I've never made a movie, so props to that guy. He made a
1: few. Yeah, but that Hell's Angels movie was so expensive because being the airplane enthusiast he was, he'd buy up vintage planes for the movie and would even fly them himself in the film. He even crashed one. Oh, my God.
0: Mm -hmm. First off, vintage planes is something that I don't ever want to ride in. Why? (laughs) Because he liked planes. I don't know. That sounds
1: just dangerous, but okay, get it. Mm Mm-hmm. Hughes was also well-known in the film industry at the time for being a playboy. Mm. Yeah. His first wife divorced him in 1929 after four years of marriage. So at this time, he were kind of in like his movie- Movie career like this is at the same time of a lot of other stuff I'm going to talk about, mm-hmm. but he dated Katherine Hepburn, Ava Gardner, Billy Dove, Joan Crawford, Betty Davis, Jean Tierney, Yvonne DiCarlo, Carlo, and more. Oh wow! Okay, I'm sure you've heard of some of those. I have.
0: Names. Oh my god! What a playa playa!
1: And uh, Hughes remained on pretty decent terms, and it's kind of funny because nearly everyone he dated referred to him as some shy weird guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, 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 yeah because he so. was he was in the public eye but he was tried to be private you know what i'm
0: saying it's gotta suck if you are like that especially if you have money and you, you want to do these things but mm-hmm. if you're weird and shy that's just how everyone's
1: obviously yeah it sucks but and yeah and one of his exes, i get it yeah <laughs> when one of his exes Jean tierney was pregnant with her daughter um it's not his child i don't think he had any kids um, she was exposed to rubella, which caused the baby to be born blind and deaf. Um, and Hughes actually made sure she had the best medical care and paid for everything. Oh,, yeah. what a sweet guy. I know He's so Aww. sweet. That's nice. All right, now we're going to jump back into the movies real quick, and now we're going to get into a little bit of drama. Ooh, okay. okay, drama, I'm here for it. Spill the tea, Yeah, <laughs> in 1948, Hughes acquired RKO Pictures, which was one of the big studios at the time. So when you think, like, the big five, like, Paramount, mm-hmm. whatever the hell they all were back yeah. then, I don't Paramount know.
0: Paramount was the biggest one, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, he acquired it... Um, Within weeks of taking over, he let go about 700 employees, and movie production went down drastically. Hmm. RKO would usually produce about 30 movies a year, and now they were down to nine. Oh, wow. Yeah, he shut it down, you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. He shut down production on many projects for six months so he could investigate each employee on their political stances. Are you serious? Uh, (laughs) I'm dead serious. Oh
0: my (laughs) gosh. uh kind of if incredible oh, well, and if, i don't know
1: <laughs> if they didn't have political views that he liked he fired them he was big into anti-communism and even if the movie wasn't clear enough that it was an anti-commie film he'd end production oh okay Which, I mean, it's, it's all right you know what I mean, yeah, it's not like the worst thing yeah He's not fucking around with it. India. Is all he's saying. Like yeah. <laughs> by the by, the end of 1954, he nearly owned the entire company of RKO Pictures, being the first sole owner of any of the big five studios. Hmm. He eventually sold the studio for 25 million dollars, and that basically ended his 25 years in the film industry. Wow, 25 mil. Is that mean, yeah, 25 million. Oh he sold it. God. I know. I think there were. He was having some problems at the time, but he just. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think to him, he was just like, oh whatever. Yeah, I just, I I'm just care. saying,
0: me as a poor person who has like ten dollars in their bank account, like that's a lot of fucking money. <laughs>
1: that's so, like, but for like a film studio. Yeah,
0: but yeah, when you think of it like that, it's I like, mean, like well, if you can imagine Paramount being bought for twenty five dollars, yeah, I'd like, be like, what? whoa, oh like <laughs> nothing.
1: <laughs> I know, and I know I had mentioned about aviation, so we're gonna kind of get into that part of his life. Like I said, a lot of these are at the same time, and there was no way I could put them all together because it's fucking nuts Um, since he was young he was always in the airplanes he learned to fly in LA from some big aviator names and set numerous world records and even designed custom planes wow Mm -hmm. oh my gosh
0: this guy's crazy I know he's
1: crazy (laughs) he founded an aircraft company in 1932 called Hughes Aircraft and in 1935 he built the Hughes H1 Racer oh and okay. Hughes set the land plane world record for the fastest aircraft while flying in that H1 at 352 miles per hour. Holy shit oh my (laughs) god did you imagine seeing that speeding through the air and especially in like what 1935 dude i'm like what the fuck it's alien 100 (laughs) and that was the last time a private citizen set an airspeed world record because you know now it's all military right yeah
0: also he's got that that's yeah wow this guy's super
1: cool dude he's super cool (laughs) In 1937, using the same plane, except he added longer wings to it, Hughes set a new transcontinental airspeed record when he flew nonstop from Los Angeles, California to Newark, New Jersey in seven hours, 28 minutes, and 25 seconds. Jeez. And guess where the H1 is today?
0: An airplane museum.
1: Which airplane museum? The Wright Brothers Airplane Museum. No. I'm just kidding. I'm only saying that because it's in Ohio. <laughs> the H1 is at the Smithsonian. Oh
0: fuck of course. We just need to go. There's know, there's dude. so many Everything signs. Is there. It's like, is listen, there. bitches, go to the Smithsonian, okay? I know, that's what it's saying.
1: Well, that's what Stefan was telling me about. They just made a new one. It's like huge. Oh my god, I know. Yeah, we
0: just need to go. It's happening. I
1: know. Okay. <laughs> On July 14th, he set another world record, this time flying around the entire planet. <laughs> What? Yes. <laughs> oh, My God! I mean, obviously he had some stops, okay, right, to like yeah. refuel, but he flew around the entire world in 91 hours, which is three days, 19 hours, and 17 minutes. Wow.
0: How long do you know how long like his stops were? I don't. Or I don't know. It have to be included. It has it to be included
1: in that time, right? Wow. But, yeah, that's well, you insane. have insane. I know. I don't know, man. And he gets to sleep at some right, point, yeah. too. I mean, so. Unless he's just... I don't know. We'll get into that. So I don't know. Maybe oh. he didn't sleep. He's oh, but, okay. <laughs> yeah. Up next, he created a plane called the Hughes D-2 in 1939. It was a bomber that would have five crew members. The prototype was built in great secrecy and oh. taken to California in 1943. Later that year, the Air Force sent a letter of intent for 100 planes, calling them the F 11. And Hughes then tried to get the government to pay for the development of the D 2. (laughs) What a slick guy. He's
0: like, listen, okay, just
1: just you can just pay for it. You want me to do anything? You can do everything. You can build my plane too. Yeah, like. You gotta give me something. But, apparently, the hangar was struck by lightning in 1944, and the prototype was destroyed, so Hughes was like, fuck it, let's build something else. Okay, yeah, I mean, when one lightning storm takes away one project, let's <laughs> start another. Yeah, and that's gonna bring me to the XF-11, but first, I want to mention that being a pilot and all, Hughes was in four aircraft accidents. Oh,
0: he was in four fucking blind crashes. Four. I think literally one would, not even one, like a half of one would do I it know. for me. Like, even like an almost, I'd be like, yeah, yeah well, I'm good. I'm done, I'm
1: done. So the first being when he was on set doing some stunts for that Hell's Angels movie. Mm-hmm. The second happened when he was setting the speed record in that H1 racer. Oh,
0: Fuck no!
1: The third happened when he was testing out an amphibious Sikorsky S forty three over Lake Mead. That's the lake that's made by the Hoover Dam, where they've been finding all the bodies recently. Right, but hold on, hold on, one second. Pause. <laughs> amphibious, so like it could go into it, like, it the can, water. It's like a seaplane, so it okay. can like land on the land
0: water. on water. Okay, I was like, Wait no, it just dives. It just dives <laughs> it's a like plane a submarine that goes underwater and just
1: turns oh into a submarine. What <laughs> the. Fuck? fuck you <laughs> god damn it he was, um he had just dropped ava gardner in vegas when he went to do more touch and go landing testing on lake mead mm-hmm. with him were two aviation inspectors and two employees uh he wasn't by himself the test flight did not go as planned mm-hmm. and he ended up crashing into the lake killing one of the inspectors seco oh. klein and one of his employees richard felt when he crashed he smashed his head into the control board and he had a big head wound but luckily someone was able to pull him out before you know the plane went all the way underwater
0: wow so the other people with him they all died it was just them? no so right, he or... had
1: there he was him and two employees and two aviation okay. inspectors so, so- so two people lived okay. with him so okay. it was just three that Ugh, survived that yeah still sucks and after they all escaped he paid one hundred thousand dollars for divers to bring the plane out of the lake and spent a further half a mill restoring it Wow I don't think I'd want that anymore I I'd, that's what I that's what I would be saying I'd be like uh you know, it's fine yeah I'm just gonna leave it there <laughs> yeah it's cool there's already a bunch of bodies in there yeah I'm good. Oh, God. That's just how you get ghosts, I mean. All right, and that's going to bring us back to the controversial XF-11. Now, this plane was designed specifically to be an Air Force reconnaissance plane. Mm. So the Air Force were like Hughes winning you you know, you got to build us a plane. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And Hughes himself did the first test flight of the prototype on July 7th, 1946. Now, some shit happened. Oh, God. Uh, some oil leak led to some problems, and it started to lose altitude. Oh, no. I'm not, like, a plane expert. <laughs> there was, like, a bunch of other language that I don't understand, so that's, that's like, fair. That's I know like the altitude easiest. and
0: oil. It's fine. Yep, there we go.
1: <laughs> and Hughes was going to try and do an emergency landing on a golf course, but the plane didn't make it. It crashed through three houses to which its fuel tanks explode, like it just exploded. Whoa. Oh, wait. It crashed through three houses so and then exploded. So it went exploded. through three houses? Yeah. Or like... It like kind of clipped them on top. Okay. Okay.
0: So they're like. Oh my God. Could you imagine sitting in and your living room? And then your house just gets smashed with <laughs> an airplane. It's like your fucking roof comes off and all of a sudden there's like just sky. Yeah.
1: Well, once God. it came to like a halt, the fuel tanks exploded and the aircraft's on fire and it ended up catching another house on fire. <sighs> and, but he managed to pull himself out of the aircraft, but he couldn't move once he was outside laying on the ground next to it. Okay, you said he
0: is the most interesting man in the world. I say he's the most fucking luckiest man <laughs> in the world. What the fuck, dude? This plane is on fire and he gets himself out. Okay. You crashed into three houses. But he wasn't moving?
1: He can't move. We're going to, so. Oh, God, uh, okay. Ma- Marine Master Sergeant William L. Durkin happened to be in the area at the time, saw the crash, and ran over and, ran over and helped save Hughes. Mm-hmm. Now, this crash was way worse than the previous ones. He, yeah. he couldn't walk, okay? Wow. Yeah. He suffered from a crushed chest, collapsed lung, his heart fucking shifted to the right side of his chest cavity. Whoa. That can happen? Yeah. It just fucking moves around in yeah, there? Yeah, it just, like, shifts. Holy yeah. Holy fuck, I don't like that. Yeah. And oh. well, we're not done. We're not done. He had multiple cracked ribs, crushed collarbone, and multiple third-degree oh. burns. Crushed collarbone, dude. And they say that's why he grew out his mustache, because it covered one of the scars oh. on his face. Well, it's sad yeah. that he felt he needed to cover it. But. Yeah, well, when he was in the hospital, he couldn't stand the bed he was in due to it causing him constant pain, so what did he do? He designed a completely new bed. I was going to say he got up and walked on water because what else could he do at this point? He designed a whole ass new bed. Of course he fucking did. But he didn't even get to use. Oh
0: my God.
1: But his design ended up becoming the prototype for the hospital beds we use today.
0: I was going to ask you, let me guess. It's the ones that we use now. That's, man,
1: this guy is
0: just super cool. Dude, the doctors
1: didn't even think he was going to make it. They were like... what the
0: fuck this is a fucking miracle right now and he's just like listen i want to build you a bed
1: okay like he's like i got you you. (laughs) but like he he was just kind of like oh well at least you know i can still talk and my brain's okay yeah i mean that's all he really cared about
0: he didn't really care much
1: about his body he was like well my mind's okay hey i mean he's a smart fucking man so yeah and ultimately though um i'll get into it a bit later like i said there's no way i can do this whole thing. Um, but this crashed is what many believe to cause his opioid dependency, uh, being prescribed codeine to help with his chronic pain. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. That's how it starts
0: most of the time.
1: And a year later, though, he did another test flight for the gigantic boat plane. Oh. <laughs> called the H4 Hercules. It was the largest okay. and heaviest plane at the time, and it was made of wood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What boat plane? So it's like a big, it's like a huge fucking plane that's also a boat. <laughs> so, like, does it just look like a boat? Does it no, it looks like a pl- a it looks like a plane, but it's like on the water,
0: and so it f- doesn't fly though. It
1: he flew oh it God. for one mile, seventy feet over the water in November of nineteen forty-seven. A wooden. All right, so it had what? to be okay. it had to be made of wood because this it was um, supposed to be for World War II, but okay. it didn't get finished till after the war, um, and they had to make it out of wood because there was like a,
0: shortages or something of probably. aluminum.
1: Ah, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. and then like I don't know, a bunch of shit went down, and the idea was scrapped. So they were just like glad okay. you made this giant wooden boat plane. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what the fuck? And, but you can Ugh. go see the H-4 Hercules at the Evergreen Aviation and Space Museum in Oregon.
0: Bitch, I thought you was going to say the Smithsonian <laughs> dude, I again. Like, it would, dude, I don't even think it would fit, to be <laughs> dude,
1: honest. Uh, dude, it's got to have, like, its own little Hangar, yeah. Like, it's got to yeah. have its own little thing. Oh, my god! And that's pretty much a quick summary of his aviation stuff. And you can also go watch the movie The Aviator. I was... With Leonardo DiCaprio. You, okay, have you seen
0: that? I have seen the A.V. That's based yes. on Howard.
1: He he plays Howard. He's in that movie. Okay, so you have heard of him. I have. But I have heard of him, <laughs> but I have heard of it. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen it. But so. that movie, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I like. I didn't want to watch it before I did this because I wanted it to be solely. I don't want to think about. Leonardo Oh, it's been
0: so long. I can barely, yeah, 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 I just yeah. know Leonardo DiCaprio it, was flying it, a plane. It didn't <laughs> even get
1: into like half of his life. Right, which is crazy.
0: Well. Clearly. We're, we're, <laughs> how old is he at this point? Do we um, know? This is in
1: 1947. If he was born, what, 05? So he's 32? Okay. 42? And, and 30,
0: let's go with 40 years, basically. He's already... Been a film producer, I know, I owned know. a film studio, built airplanes, built hospital beds, flown, got records. This is crazy. And,
1: and if you recall, I mentioned earlier, after his parents died, mm-hmm. he wanted to establish that research lab. Yes. Well, in 1953, he just did. He well, in 1953, he did just that. Oh, okay. I mm-hmm. like this guy. He <laughs> launched the Howard Hughes Medical Institute in Miami, Florida, with the goal of trying to understand. In in his words, quote. The Genesis of Life Itself. Okay. And the Institute is still here today, located in Chevy Chase, Maryland, which I did not realize was a town. I was like,
0: (laughs) Chevy Chase? Yeah, Chevy Chase,
1: Maryland, and is one of the largest private funding organizations for biomedical research in the United States. Wow. It is also the second wealthiest philanthropic institution in the U.S. in the second best endowed medical research facility in the entire world. Oh.
0: Do you know what the first best is? I'm just curious. I don't. It was.
1: I think it was somewhere in Copenhagen. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Copenhagen. And then a bit later, <laughs> after this, in 1957, he married actress Jean Peters. Um, I, I didn't really get much into his, like his relationship life because he really just got so. married and that that was it. Like he didn't really, or, you know, he, he really was a a little bit, you yeah, know. You it wasn't like Zeus
0: level, but <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, he might have been like Zeus level. He might have been <laughs> Zeus. You don't know. All right, now I want to take a few and get into who he kind of was and became as a person because a lot of stuff had huge effects towards the end of his life. Mm -hmm. I know I said he was reclusive and eccentric, so let me go ahead and tell you why. Okay,
0: good. I'm excited (laughs) because this is going to be me if I ever get rich and old. I didn't want
1: to start with this because he did accomplish so much. Okay, but this is going to be me. I just know it. Okay, continue. mm, Okay, well, he was widely known at the time to be an eccentric, that's the word I keep using because that's what yes. they kept calling him, rich mm-hmm. man, nowadays it's believed that he suffered from severe OCD. Okay. I could see that. And the rumor is that he had to have the same eggs every morning cooked exactly like his family cook made for him growing up. And also for dinner, he would have the same New York strip steak, medium rare, with a dinner salad and peas, except he wouldn't eat the big peas, only the small ones. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit of a touch of the OCD All right, there. we're we'll a little it. bit. Just wait. Okay. Just wait. Okay. And everyone knew he had a huge phobia of germs and he would use napkins to pick things up. Okay. If he saw dust or a stain on someone else's shirt, he would tell them to take care of it immediately. And, and yeah he was that's a little bit intrusive well you know he was you better ext- not run into he, me
0: because they're everywhere I have, a have, stain on have your stains shirt. everywhere
1: yeah and he ended up being like real paranoid and manic about his privacy Um mm-hmm. in 1958 so this is after the big plane accident he mm-hmm. told his aides that he wanted to go watch some movies at a film studio that was near his house and he stayed in that screaming room screaming, and, room. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> screaming room I need that <laughs> And he stayed in that screening room at the studio in the dark for four months. Oh. He never left in those four months. And they just allowed him to do yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. They were just like, okay, He Howard. Was the, just, he, was, he was probably the richest man in the world. What are you going to do? Tell him no? Well. Then you're fired. Well,
0: hopefully he's paying them something. Yeah, I would like, think so.
1: Like rent. <laughs> since they can't make money because he's in their fucking room. Like. This might have been when he... Did he own the studio? I don't know. Okay. He was fucking rich. He probably was paying yeah, for it. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? He probably was just like here, psh, and, made it rain and was like, this, cool. In this darkness, Hughes would only eat chocolate bars and chicken and would only drink milk. Wow. That is
0: diarrhea central. That sounds yeah, like uh, an awful
1: <clears throat> <were> all <laughs> There were also a bunch of boxes of Kleenex around the room that he would stack and restack and organize Oh. like he would just be stacking the boxes and like moving them around just kind of makes my heart sad though because yeah Cause, like we know what it is now Back yeah then, you of know. course
0: and the people were probably just like oh he just he's just weird weird yeah oh that's sad it makes yeah
1: heart he sad. he gave his aides explicit instructions not to speak to him or even look at him unless he spoke to them first
0: Oh, so he's the he's he's the devil woman in the elevator. <laughs>
1: I guess so. I guess. Yeah, for those four months he sat in a chair naked and watched movies. Okay, you
0: know what? He left out the naked part earlier and now I'm more on board than I was earlier. I don't know about the chicken, chocolate, and milk but
1: <laughs> <laughs> Now we naked. <laughs> yeah, we
0: naked, I'm down, let's go. Yep,
1: he he didn't come out until the summer of nineteen fifty eight and he had incredibly poor hygiene. He hadn't showered, cut his hair, or his nails like that almost that whole time and we're going to get to why. Um Before, okay. before anyone makes any judgments, um, they think he had what is called allodynia, okay. which is pain caused by stimuli that would normally not cause pain. So anything that touched him hurt. Yeah.
0: Which okay. Is I think he, I've heard of that. So. Which is why he was just... Alone n- in a theater, n- right? It.
1: It's a theater, right? It's like or... a film studio. Okay. It's like so a like screening, like screening room.
0: Screening room. So kind of a theater. It's very... Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, well... I know. I know and after he left the studio he moved along with his aides wife and girlfriends oh yeah okay just bring to, them all yeah fuck bring it. them all wife and girlfriends to the beverly hills hotel mm. um where he went and practically did the same thing and would sit in the room and watch movies all day naked with only a pink napkin covering his bits I'm oh,
0: sorry. <laughs> Why even bother? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if people are coming in the room. Uh, it well, was just trying who to be... is it? Just his wife and girlfriends? Like, fuck it. They've all seen it, apparently.
1: <laughs> I don't know. He's trying to be respectful. I guess. I don't know. But he couldn't even wear clothes because they thought uh, that that would cause him pain. I keep forgetting that that's the reason. And it's, Yeah, oh. and he would just keep watching movies to try and distract himself from oh, the pain. Right. Yeah, in one year living at the hotel, he spent something around eleven million dollars. Jeez, mm-hmm. like just for the room or whatever he. Was well, remember or... he was also renting other people's rooms. I was gonna say so he, he had, had to have multiple. All of rooms his entourage, there, so... like he, he had... probably had like a whole floor. Jeez. Yeah, he would only. Yeah, he would only stay in like the penthouse at the top. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. Well. Yeah, because of the pain of what they thought was um, allodynia along with another pain condition from the crashes called complex regional pain syndrome, he would inject codeine directly into his muscles. Oh,
0: that's yeah,
1: not good. Yeah, that's probably, what, you know, he was addicted to it, you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, I mean, he's yeah, also dealing with this crazy thing that no one at the mm-hmm. time probably knew anything about. Like, ugh, that sucks. Yeah.
1: He was also obsessed with the film Ice Station Zebra and would play it all throughout the house and watched it over 150 times.
0: I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know what it is either. Stace
1: and zebra. Okay. and um, he was also known to store his urine in bottles, which I don't know the reasoning for, but I just wanted to put that in here. Thank you. From you're welcome. Bathroom. I appreciate I mean, I don't, it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it hurts to go to the bathroom. Like, he doesn't want to sit know. on the toilet. I don't do know. I don't, or... Why would he sit? Oh, I don't know. I just thought about that. He oh. has
0: a wee pee I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I
1: don't know. <sighs> I don't have... An, I couldn't... I don't know. Maybe because he had to, like, hold Maybe it. Maybe because he didn't want to get up off the chair. That's fair. So... Yeah. Or he just like to have a collection of urine because he's yeah, this intro I mean, man. I mean, maybe. Well, this is like what I was saying when he was in the public eye during these years, he just vanished, and tabloids would just straight up be like, Oh, he's dead. Oh, my God.
0: So he's, he's mentally unstable.
1: Simmons. He's mentally unstable. He's dead. Or they just talk about random shit like that.
0: Okay, remember earlier when I said that it's, this is going to be me? I don't think this is going to be me no. anymore. I don't no. think this is me.
1: <laughs> you don't want to be a rich man, naked, watching TV, peeing pee in
0: jars. No, I think I'm good cover myself with a tiny little napkin no No. (laughs) i think i'm out it's the napkin (laughs) it's the the napkin for me dog like it's it's too
1: much (laughs) yeah and he was very paranoid about his privacy so he would keep moving around to different hotels and living there and this is all around the world Mm -hmm. now on november 24th 1966 on thanksgiving he moved into the desert inn in vegas once Mm. again Took his whole entourage with him and took up many rooms at the place, which made the uh, owners upset because he refused to leave. He's like, "I'm in the hotel. Yeah, I'm fucking here. I'm paying you because oh, I guess no, they they, sure they wanted they wanted you, yeah, so. but I don't know. I guess they wanted more people to come in and spend more money, like in the hotel, and he just wouldn't fucking leave the room. You know yeah, what I'm saying? him. he so, paid so. So what did what did Howard do? Build a hotel.
0: No, from the bare ground with his bare hands. Bare no. ground. <laughs> he can't even. <laughs> okay
1: i don't know put know. clothes
0: on almost he bought the hotel he bought the hotel okay, and it became sense. his
1: place of residence <laughs> i don't
0: know earlier i was like well he
1: did this and you're like he built a hospital then i'm like god damn it with his bare hands This is <laughs>
0: crazy he,
1: he didn't stop at one hotel oh he bought other ones over the years including the sands the castaways new frontier the landmark hotel and casino and the small slipper which for that one, he only bought so he could remove their neon silver slipper sign, which he could see from his bedroom and prevented him from sleeping. Ah-ha! I want to be able to be that rich to be
0: that petty. <laughs> <laughs> I need that in my life. Oh my, god. oh my god! So he was like Monopoly, bitch. I'm buying everything. Really?
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Ew. Um, speaking back to some of his quirks, he fell in love with a Basket Robbins flavor of ice cream called banana nut. So he told his people. Well, you need to go buy me this shit and buy it in bulk one problem it was discontinued <laughs> oh no so they ended up contacting baskin robbins and getting the smallest private order they could get which was 350 gallons and Jesus. they had it shipped from la but of course after a few days um once it got there hughes was like nah i don't like it anymore oh, I, I only want french vanilla oh. <laughs> Like, you know what? You take this goddamn
0: banana nut, 350 fucking gallons of it. And apparently no they had to labor, ass. like, giving it away at the hotel. Oh they couldn't god. get rid of it. No one, everyone's like, this was the CTA. We don't want it. They're like, like whatever, dude. Whatever. I just need someone to bring back the cookie dough flavor for um Dunkin' Donuts coffee because that was
1: my Oh, brand. I don't think I ever had that.
0: Oh my god, bitch, it was so good. I okay. need, <laughs> I
1: need the key lime I think it was a key lime lemonade from McAllister's. Oh. I was obsessed with that. It was a key lime pie lemonade I never or something. Had that. Of course, that is. Yep, that's you. That's 100% <sighs> it was so you. Fucking good dude. <laughs> well, he would spend over $300 million on Vegas properties and was one of, if not the most powerful man in Vegas. He Shut owned him. Vegas. I was going to say, he literally he fucking owned
0: Vegas. He owned like 10 hotels. He bought one just to fucking turn off their signs. So. <laughs>
1: That's my favorite fucking thing so far. (laughs) Back then, Vegas was like the wild, wild west kind of sorts. And it was Howard Hughes who helped turn it into the glitz and glamour it is today, a more cosmopolitan type. Right, yeah. Vegas is what it is today because of Howard Hughes.
0: Makes sense. Okay, no, when, when we go to visit, we have to just pay tribute to
1: Howard Hughes. How yeah. Man. Uh-huh. Um, being the most powerful man in Vegas definitely gave him a set of steel cojones, let me tell you. Yeah. Because not only was he financially powerful, he was politically powerful as well. During this time, the government was doing nuclear testing in the Nevada testing zone, and he really didn't fucking like that they were that close to him. <laughs> Did he buy the fucking... No! <laughs> dude, that would be it, dude. He's like, you know what? Fuck y'all, I'm buying you. Right, right. The bomb shockwaves would shake the hotels, and he kept trying to halt the testing to no avail, so... He just up and told his reps to go and bribe President Lyndon B. Johnson (laughs) and later President Nixon with $1 million to stop. Oh, my God. You know what?
0: I'd be like, sure. I 100% guarantee that Nixon took that bet. (laughs) Nixon was like, you know what? Okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) Speaking of Richard Nixon, without Mm -hmm. going into all the details, because I think this would be a cool episode to do, Howard Hughes is sometimes believed to be partly responsible for the Watergate scandal. (laughs) I knew it. I I was going to say he probably did Watergate. (laughs) (laughs) Something about a loan he gave to Nixon's brother before he went into office and Nixon got real fucking (laughs) paranoid. About it. It's a whole thing. We're okay. gonna leave it at that. that we need to do what? a Watergate episode. That's we fine because I'm
0: down with that. Okay. We're gonna do that. All right, all right.
1: Um in nineteen seventy, his wife, uh Jean Peters, filed for divorce. She only asked for a seventy thousand dollar a year alimony payment and waived all claims to his estate. Oh. Which I think is Yeah. She could have he's a billionaire, you know what gonna I'm gonna saying?
0: Say she could she could have took his ass to yeah, the I mean
1: how would how do you fight someone like that though?
0: True. He is a pretty powerful man. He literally just tried to bribe two presidents <laughs> and, <laughs> and bought a hotel to turn off his sign. I can't get over that.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> but they were, they were pretty cordial after. Um, yeah. He didn't ask for any sort of NDA after the divorce. He never talked bad about her. Uh, oh Jean herself also refused to talk about him or their marriage and turned down many high-dollar interviews. They Aww. offered a lot of money, and she was just like, no, that's nice. I'm not going to talk about him, you know? Cause they probably would have drugged him anyways. They probably would have I mean does he really give a fuck? At this point? No, but I but I think that says a lot about her. Exactly. Yeah. And like maybe they cared about each other, but I mean he's got like Yeah all that other shit going on, you know? Yeah. Because she said during their divorce hearing that the last few years together she never even saw him. Oh, they would just sad. talk talk over the phone. Oh, that's sad. And that's gonna bring me into nineteen seventy four, which <laughs> from the beginning, this right here is what Made me deep dive Okay. Go, who the All fuck right. is this guy? <laughs> All right, so we're in the Cold War mm-hmm. with Russia right mm-hmm. now. That's where we are. Okay, I'm you got Russia. it. We're, God, we're back it. to Russia. Russia's back again. <laughs> God damn it. All right, so a few years earlier in 1968, a Russian diesel electric submarine called the K-129 sank about 1,500 miles away from Hawaii. Question
0: how the fuck does a submarine sink? It's already in the <laughs> sunken
1: water. Well it's not on the bottom
0: of the ocean. <laughs> oh sorry, I just I couldn't help myself. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> the USS Halibut, a US submarine, discovered the wreck deep on the ocean floor and they got in contact with the CIA. The CIA realized that since the submarine was three miles deep in the ocean, it would take a huge ass ship to be able to get it and lift it out. Because they want to know what's going on in Russia. It's the Cold War. If we can bring the submarine up, we can get, like, their um, code books. Yeah, We can yeah. see, like, what they're working on, all this other shit. Very, very useful information that yes. we needed. Yes. And the problem was, if they sent one of their military ships to go get it, the Russians would immediately know what they were doing, and that's going to stir up fucking shit, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So... <laughs> so the CIA came up with an elaborate cover story, but they needed one man.
0: <laughs> one man. Howard Hughes.
1: They <laughs> <laughs> needed Howard Hughes to agree to it, and he did. Oh, my god! So they knew they couldn't just send a big-ass ship out there and lift this submarine up. Mm-hmm. So they came up with the story that eccentric billionaire Howard Hughes had this ship made with his fucking name on it and was out there drilling for manganese. <laughs> Okay, you know what? <laughs> That's fucking believable though. If I was a Russian, I'd be like, duh. Yeah, they, they knew they knew like, oh, it's how... He, he's yeah, they're like that guy. Whatever the fuck he wants. He builds weird
0: shit, he does weird shit, that guy.
1: And they built this ship under the name Hughes Glomar Explorer through nineteen seventy one to nineteen seventy two in the mission to get that submarine. Went ahead in 1974. Apparently, they were only able to get half of it. Some people say they got the whole thing. We don't know. It's classified. Uh, you know, government You don't shit. know. It's classified. Hey, they got it. But all. at the time, it's Hughes fun. was out there, you know, in the media. He's like, yeah, I'm going out there drilling for manganese nodules. You know what I'm saying? And then even other marine biologists were like, oh, should we be drilling for manganese too? <laughs> Howard Hughes is doing <laughs> Howard it. Howard Hughes is doing
0: it. We need to do
1: it. <laughs> and um, yeah, like I said, we'll never know if they got the whole thing out, if they only got half. Um in 1975 the LA Times published a story about Project Jennifer oh, which they yeah. thought was the name of it but it wasn't revealed until 2010 it was called Project Azorian. Wow, oh. That was the CIA operation. Not as cool as Jennifer sorry. Yeah, it should- <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> the government was like Yo, dog.
1: (laughs) They're like, can you, can can we use your name?
0: (laughs) Like, we know you're trying to bribe two presidents. Yeah, (laughs) but we're just going to. That's fine. Just dust that off. You You know, we need you. You
1: want to, you want to help me out? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy.
0: I couldn't imagine the government coming to me for literally anything at all, let alone help them. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We need to stick your name on this fucking boat. Yeah, we just need you to, did, to like, say you're doing these yeah, things. Yeah, like him and his company, they didn't build the boat, but they just used his name. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're like, I was oh. say, was he even on it? He
0: probably no. wasn't. It? Like, okay. It's not a plane. He's not going on <laughs> Of course, you're right. It didn't fly and had the ability to crash, so he was Yeah, exactly.
1: He's not on it. Oh, gosh. Now, okay. the older Hughes got, the more reclusive he became. Mm-hmm. He would still jump penthouse to penthouse in different hotels, In when he was living in Acapulco, Mexico... He was flying to a hospital in Houston when he allegedly died on the flight. Oh. Allegedly. Allegedly, why? (laughs) Because he was using so many drugs and was so reclusive, no one even recognized his body. His hair, beard, and fingernails were all long, and he weighed only 90 pounds. He was 6'4", and he weighed 90 pounds. That is... Literally sus. skeletal. That's yeah. sus. Wow. Um, the FBI had to use his fingerprints to identify his remains. Um, he was flying under an alias at the time of John T. Conover. His autopsy said kidney failure was the cause of death, but he was covered in bed sores and suffering from malnutrition. Okay, is this okay? Is this mm. possibly not him? Because. Ah! They found they found five hypodermic needles broken off in his arms through oh. an x-ray, but this is what's interesting. Even though his kidneys were damaged, every other organ in his body was fine and healthy. Huh.
0: Weird. And the bed sores? I mean... I, I don't know. This man's always moving, like... I don't think he's... I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, he is... Okay.
1: I mean, he's old. He's like 70 right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. So...
0: I mean, he's spending a lot of time just chilling in dark areas naked <laughs> with the TV I know, going. I
1: don't know. But an Weird. In, an investigation later said that someone had to have injected him with an overdose of his medication while he was already comatose. Hmm. Okay. But his death also spawned many conspiracy theories that he faked his own death.
0: Okay. That's where I, I literally, my brain was like,
1: is this even fucking him? Like, no, nah, I mean, the fingerprints. I mean, it was the
0: FBI, though, so I don't yeah, know. I mean, I mean, the CIA. <laughs> they <laughs> you got, mean, got some dealings know. going on, obviously, so.
1: There was, like, some theory that he died in, like, 2001 or something. And I was like, 2001? He would have been 100 years old. <laughs> His most interesting the man, man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, but, dude, that's a fucking life, man. Yeah, holy shit. Just when you think it's... That's it. There's just like another fucking thing. just something else to smack you in the face, like yeah. But I mean, I can't even begin to name everything that's been inspired or based on him. But mm-hmm. I found a few, and I think okay. you are gonna find them interesting. Okay. Um. I ar- I know I already mentioned the movie The Aviator, but there are tons of other movies that have the eccentric reclusive billionaire. Mm-hmm. Tr- like, and that's all based on him, right? Um, the James Bond film uh, Diamonds Are Forever. They have that character based on him. And this one, this one's probably my favorite one. <clears throat> Stan Lee even oh. confirmed Tony Stark and his father are based on Howard Hughes.
0: Bro, as soon as you said uh, <gasps> Playboy, I was like, ah, oh, it's Tony, Tony St- Stark.
1: <laughs> With all of their inventions, how they you know, like how they act, their persona, the women eyes, especially Howard Stark. His name's fucking Howard. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That tracks. I know. I was <laughs> like, holy tracks. shit. Like, that's definitely, yeah. That's definitely
0: that's, it. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It is to me, so that's all that matters.
1: <laughs> um, in the Christopher Nolan movies of, um, like, the Batman movies. I was about to say Batman. Not not Batman, but, like, how they portrayed Bruce Wayne. Okay, Being yeah. like, oh, I'm a playboy. I'm out. Yeah. And then he got mm-hmm. more reclusive As he through. became the Batman. Apparently, Christopher <laughs> Nolan was going to do a movie about Howard Hughes, but it ended up being shelved, so he used, like, material from that. To, oh, to make his Bruce Wayne. Interesting. I, love, he, mm. I love me some Batman. You know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. okay. wait till the next one. Oh, shit. In 2007's Bioshock, mm-hmm. the character of Andrew Ryan is based on Hughes. Oh my god, that makes sense.
0: Oh <laughs> Bioshock is my favorite fucking game. Oh
1: no, I didn't even love that one. Oh my god, oh. I have no idea who that is. I've never played it. You never played? No. I've never oh, played. you don't like scary games because they're no. a little
0: scary. Oh man, he is one of his things where. Is he like are a no big gods. character? Or? Yes. Yep. He is the main man. So. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. So, like, what is he? So you said it was like, Andrew
0: Ryan, right? Yeah. So he is the one who runs the, uh, the, he's the president of the underworld. They have an underwater world. Um, it's like I reverse think Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's like the leader of it. And then he starts, you know, um, reclusing himself, uh, <laughs> splicing people and oh. making creations oh. out of people. It's.
1: Uh, okay. Well, we didn't get that. Oh, <laughs> he did to get that. So before. good. Okay. In L.A. Noir, he oh. makes an appearance with his big old H4 Hercules airplane boat thing. In L.A. Noir? Yeah.
0: I've beat it's that. In one of
1: the, it's in one of the cases.
0: Huh. Why do I fucking not remember this? I think I remember a wooden plane. I don't remember
1: that, but I beat that game. I, it, so. it doesn't really look like wood. Okay. It's like wood and other stuff, but. It might have been just like a flash thing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Game, I never so. beat that game, so I don't know. I have twice now. I don't know. <laughs> the character of Robert Edwin House in Fallout New Vegas is oh. based off of Howard Hughes. I've never played that one either. There is mm-hmm. a Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns is just like Hughes in his reclusive state. I was about to say, I mean, he
0: usually is. It's just him and fucking, what's his name? What's his sidekick's name? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's just dogs. Hughes and his
1: little yeah. assistant. <laughs> That's Mr. Burns. Okay, makes sense. And last but not least, mind you, there's a fucking shit ton more, but I right. only just wanted to pick a few. In an Invader Zim episode, when <gasps> wow. Zim finds out the Earth is covered in germs, he isolates at home with tissue boxes at his feet. Oh, okay. When he was in the screening room with a tissue. Oh, tissues.
0: okay. Invaders oh, them. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. I've never seen that either. What? I've never seen any no. of the episode. Oh, nope. my God. girl is my favorite. Nope. I've never <laughs>
1: seen any of them.
0: Oh, my God. This is a sad time. Yeah. Well, you got to watch Into the Florpus. Oh, <laughs> my
1: <sighs> God. But yeah, that. Wow. What, what a fucking
0: life, man. Right? I wish I could have been one of his assistants slash girlfriends, slash, <laughs> I wife wanna slash friend. I want to move around the world,
1: <laughs> right? I'll be your entourage. Yeah. I'll go get you banana. And I would never cream. got
0: in a plane with you, but yeah, but you, you know. need me
1: to go to Baskin Robbins and get you some shit. Yeah, yeah I, I got you. What you
0: want? I'll get it. You got it, dog. But mm. not, I'm not getting in a plane with you. I would never have gotten a plane with him. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, oh my no, god, what? no! I'm sorry. Oh I can't.
1: can do it. it. Is that what I want to do? When... Mm would you have but been... he does survive. well two people did die so maybe not um, yeah well I mean, he'll he's...
0: live though so stay near him right exactly just sit up front with him would you have gotten in the plane that went 300 and whatever 58 miles per hour I don't think it could fit more than one person that makes sense or home, I don't know maybe we have to see down. it
1: when we go to oh yeah I know that's we can right. see that be- oh, that's, so cool. that's so cool that's so cool everything comes back to the Smithsonian I know it's
0: just signs like you gotta go bitches so we go- we gonna go bitch I know
1: we're gonna go live <laughs> podcast you yeah. know so you think the sign part was your favorite thing about him oh or? my god I
0: fucking <laughs> just love that he literally bought a whole ass hotel because the sign pissed him off like <laughs> I love sleep I love darkness so like, clearly I he does You feel that I fight like let me let me just say, if that was happening and I could, I'd do the same fucking thing. <laughs> that's my favorite thing. No, I mean, it's just his inventions, especially when I was younger. Just, I mean, he invented basically the hospital beds that we use. I know, like, it's nuts, dude. Just because he was fucking uncomfortable. Like I know, what?
1: I know. I started out with that CIA <laughs> thing, and I was like, wow, that's like they don't yeah. do stuff like that. And I was, and then I just went into other shit, and I was like, what the. F- who is this man? Yeah,
0: especially yeah. with the CIA just being like, yo, ordinary civilian, pretty let much us, ordinary. what is us, uh, you want to help us yeah. during the Cold War and, against uh, Russia? Yeah. Fucking disguise from the Russians. We're stealing their fucking submarine. <laughs> We're stealing
1: their goddamn submarine. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was just seemed like a very smart man. And I feel so bad because I feel like he did suffer a lot. And a lot of yeah. people didn't understand. And he kind of got pegged as this fucking weirdo and which is just sad yeah but to me, he seems like a cool-ass person. I know. I, I want to fucking weirdo, hang out so. with you, dude. I right. want to fucking hang
1: out with your ass. And right. I, I think it's like an interesting comparison. Like when you think of like the billionaires now who are all, mm-hmm. oh, we got to go to space. It's yeah. like you want to do shit like that because Howard Hughes did it. Yeah,
0: because Howard Hughes is like, I'm literally going to break records with my fucking airplanes. That Howard I Hughes built. is literally like,
1: I'm going to fucking build the plane. You think they're yeah. out there? Do say, you think-, think Elon Musk built his stupid-ass penis-dick spaceship? Or no, wait, that, that was joking. <laughs> Do you think they were out there doing the first
0: test flights? Oh, no, oh, no, they didn't even fucking probably like draw a line in the like fucking no di- directions. <laughs> no. They didn't even write directions. They to didn't even day. fucking do a
1: direction. I know, and like how many billionaires you know that are building research institutes that yeah are, that I mean, actually I mean, I benefit. Think, I think people. like Bill Gates is like the big one, but yeah,
0: right, but not most of them just fucking do for themselves, and they don't care about trying to benefit people and stuff. Yeah, I mean, so he was definitely, really cool. I mean,
1: he he had a lot of other, like, law stuff, but I didn't want to really get into that, because, you know, I mean, if he wants to be a dick during lawsuits, I mean, that's his that's prerogative, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck them
0: people, yeah. but, I don't know, I just think it's cool that he loves science enough to be able to, to want to start, like, an institute and stuff, so that was really cool, especially in his parents' name, I don't know, he just seems like a really smart, super cool dude, I would have hung out Who with him. He just had... Tons Some grad money. Med-
1: and medical stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But,
0: oh man. Just very smart, very inventive. I wish I was even a, a tiny tad bit creative. Like. And the
1: fact that he was just doing all of this at the same time, I'm mm. like, where do you find the time, dude? And you have, have to have four even. months to sit and just watch a movie. Right. Where do I sign <laughs> up? <laughs> like. I'll sit in my house naked and watch movies for four months.
0: And just be rich? Like, I want to do that. That's my life goal. Jen, when we make a bucket list, the (laughs) the ending goal is to be able to just lay naked in a room for four months with ice cream all around us. And Kleenex. (laughs) Yeah. No pink napkins. No No pink napkins. That's just, it's too much. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: Oh, man. Well, I aspire to be him. I know that. I know.
1: (laughs) I think it's like, you freaking made Vegas. Right.
0: That's oh, also that's crazy. crazy. I just, I, I just imagine it being like this wild, wild west ass place, and he's just something. Like,
1: what's the tumbleweed? Yeah, the I don't fucking, think I, I don't. I didn't mean it like that, but yeah, but that's funny that you said speaking that.
0: Speaking of tumbleweeds in the new SpongeBob movie, Keanu Reeves is a tumbleweed in the movie. <laughs> he like rolls up, and he's a tumbleweed, and he's just like a shining face inside. Anyways, so there's Keanu Reeves tumbleweeds All rolling right. around, and Howard Hughes just comes in and is like, listen. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be gorgeous. We're gonna make this place the Shiznit. I know. Like, Like, who,
1: how? He owned a fucking (laughs) big shit. Like, you know, you hear like people like, oh, I bought like a little town. Mm
0: -hmm. He owned a fucking Vegas. Yeah, I mean, shit. He had over half the hotels probably at the
1: time. Jesus. And nobody saw him. Yeah. He's out here trying to bribe presidents (laughs) and shit. (laughs) Cause Watergate. Who is it? He's literally like fucking Forrest (laughs) Gump. Where is he? I don't know. What? That's going to be like my new phrase. What would Howard Hughes do? What
0: would Howard Hughes do? Probably hide in the dark naked and watch movies. Let's do that.
1: Oh god!
0: Well, that was fun. <laughs> I like that one.
1: This is honestly probably one of my favorite ones, just because it's fucking like all over the place, man. Yeah,
0: that's cool, and it's
1: just one fucking guy. <laughs> like, wow,
0: I like it. I'm, de- I like him. <laughs> I like it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I couldn't, even, I couldn't even like think of like one other person who's done that
0: much. You know what? Whenever you talk about him, all I could think of was a Do- Dos Equis guy. Like, you know, is was that based on <laughs> the most interesting? Thing? Probably. Yeah.
1: It probably fucking was, to be probably. honest. I don't know.
0: <clears throat> Every time you say it, I'm like, all I can think of is that
1: fucking the most interesting man. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I think of when I want to see it. But, we want to know what is your favorite part of Howard Hughes' life? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. God, I just love them all. buying nuts. a whole ass hotel just to turn off the sign.
0: And That's the fact what, that, the fact so that, that he, they have to say he allegedly died on the plane. right. Exactly. If your if your if your death is literally like he well he allegedly, allegedly died on when the you plane. said that I was like. <laughs> How do you allegedly die?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe, maybe he died before and they just flew. I don't know. Maybe someone killed him in Mexico and flew him to there. I don't don't know. Or he didn't
0: even die and it was somebody else. Maybe he's immortal
1: and Mm. he's somewhere hanging out now. Yeah,
0: that could be it supernatural
1: <laughs> but yeah we hope you enjoyed this episode and i know it might have been a little weird especially if you've never heard of howard hughes well now you do and we're edumacated and you <laughs> will probably you know what's? oh my god i can't remember the name trivia <laughs> <That'll> probably <be laughs> like probably, probably, there'll probably be one trivia question about Maybe. it somewhere somewhere, somewhere and you're welcome we will, for that you <laughs> will know the answer and it will be howard hughes yeah so mm-hmm. just always ask yourself What would Howard Howard Hughes Hughes do? (laughs) But other than that, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Bye!